Cairo. Feast. Take a bite out of Dr. Jeff's wisdom so you can pay it forward. Come and get it. Cairo Feast is online and we are ready to serve. And today we're going to talk about moms. <coughs> Excuse me. We, uh, I am recording this on Mother's Day. I'm not sure when we're going to release it. Uh, it might not be uh, for another week or two or, or whatever, but uh, uh, May is Mother's Month, okay? All right, let's just let's not give them a day. Let's give them a month. So we're going to feed you some food here, some good nutrition, and we're going to talk about moms. And we're even going to talk about nutrition, actually, um, I, because I, to be honest with you, um, I had the opportunity to sleep in this morning, but I I didn't do it. Uh, God woke me up at about 5.15 this morning and uh, put some thoughts in my head regarding what I should be speaking about. Um, And so here it is. I'm just trying to be obedient and uh, share some information. And to be honest with you, um, I think I'm going to probably tick a few of you off today. Um, and let's be okay with uh, disagreeing on some stuff. In fact, that's kind of what we're going to talk about is that it's okay to disagree about some things. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start this by focusing back on mom. So let's get started here and let's, let's, go with the, uh, um, uh, let's go with the story of me being kind of a, oh boy, arrogant little jerk when I first started practice. Man, I felt I, like I knew it all. And I, I wanted to, um, I wanted to help the elite athlete. And this is not an unusual thing because if you talk to students even today, uh, there's bunches of them that come out of school right away, and, and they just uh, because they're athletes themselves or they enjoy sports or whatever, they want to help athletes. And then there's nothing wrong with wanting to help athletes. Okay, so let me just put that out there. Um, but I wanted to work with the best, and so. Um, I was in Santa Monica, California, and practicing there, and I had the opportunity to work with the uh, L.A. Clippers. Uh, I worked with the UCLA track and field team. I worked with the Santa Monica track uh, club, which had people like Florence Griffith Joyner, who won like eight gold medals in the Olympics. I worked with some amazing athletes, and you know what? I was so disappointed I was disappointed in practice because um, I felt like I had it all together. I knew how I could help people. And there was such an arrogance with so many of the athletes that I was working with that they had the idea of what they wanted and you had to kind of follow their protocols or the trainer's protocols. And it, it just it didn't feel right to me. And I was, I was disappointed. Uh, but I was I was seeing a, a young mom in practice in Santa Monica and had the opportunity to adjust her baby, uh, two three weeks old, and I got such a charge out of that. I just I loved that, and and you know in 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 the opposite way, here's a patient who was not controlling what I was doing, was not, you know, talking to me saying, hey, you know, I think, I think there's a little bit more there. Can you, can you get that? Can you, can you try again? Or, 
you know, I'd like you to um, adjust my low back this way. No, the baby was just like laying there, okay? Allowing me to be a chiropractor and amazing results, amazing results uh, with this first baby. And so I just fell in love with that and started to see more and more infants and more and more young families. And I really, really came to love educating young moms about chiropractic. And young moms, especially ones that are brand new to being a mom with their first baby, they are sponges. That mean, they're like wanting to learn everything about how to raise a child and how to make good decisions on on for their family. Because guess what? You know, guys that are out there listening to this, I think you can probably agree. We are definitely the dumber sex when it comes to our bodies and when it comes to healthcare. Okay, guys, uh, typically if we're if, if unless we've got like blood spurting out our eyeballs, um, we're like, yeah, I'm fine. It's just a it's a flesh wound. It's okay. You know, it'll go away. I mean, that's kind of our attitude, right? I mean, guys are dumb. We're just dumb. We're the dumber sex when it comes to anything healthcare wise. So think about this for a second. You know, in in the typical family in America. Who makes the decision about what food is purchased at the grocery store? You know, whether it's good stuff or bad stuff. You know, uh, who, who decides what laundry detergent uh, is purchased? Who decides what kind of toothpaste, whether it's got fluoride or whether it doesn't have fluoride? You know, uh, stuff without fluoride, you know, or the, you know, maybe doesn't clean the teeth as well or whatever because it doesn't kill it back. Blah, blah, blah. But you know what? Fluoride gas killed people in wars. So why are we putting it in toothpaste? You know, have you ever thought of that? You know, moms are the ones that are thinking about that kind of stuff. Or cleaning supplies. I mean, some of the cleaning supplies out there are toxic. I mean, they'll, they'll kill us. Moms are the ones that are like researching this kind of stuff to see what's best for their family. And moms are the ones that are making decisions about whether a baby gets adjusted because they get it. They went through it. They delivered that baby. They saw the doctor twisting on the neck. 85%. This is not a, a chiropractic study, you guys. A medical study was done that shows 85% of all babies born naturally without any um, you know, forceps delivery or vacuum extraction or anything like that. Just normal, perfect deliveries. 85% of those are born with cervical trauma. What does that tell you about the normal delivery of a baby. And that's a medical study that basically says, yeah, 85% of all babies born need a chiropractor. Okay. And so moms get it. They live through it. They watch it. They see it happen. It makes sense to them. Okay. So I'm just, I I say this because there's so many chiropractors out there that are going after the low hanging fruit. You know, just the person that's in pain, the person that walks in, they're all bent over you know, and the pain is shooting down their leg or whatever. They can hardly walk and they've, and they've got headaches. And I'm not saying that those people don't need help because they do. They need chiropractic, okay? But if we really want to change our communities, if we really want to change our cities, if we want to change our state, our country, and our world, we have to educate moms. Moms are where it's at. They're making the decisions of how children are are growing up. And if you can have a child raised in such a way that when they 
fall off their bike and skin their knee and they say, take me to the chiropractor. Or when they get a headache, they say, take me to the chiropractor. And that's what a lot of my patients, you know, say, you know, that these kids, they say, take me to the chiropractor. They're not saying, you know, give me some medicine. Okay. When I was a kid, uh, they were selling dolls that had like, that came with like medicine bottles and drugs and like little doctor's kits, you know, we want, we want kids to acknowledge that they need an adjustment and that that's where health comes from. Their body just needs an adjustment. It doesn't need drugs. And moms are the key to that education process. Now, as I was thinking about sharing this and as I was you know, kind of tossing around in bed at 5.15 and God was just saying, yeah, I'm not going to let you sleep, um, I thought about some, some of the things that, that we as chiropractors tend to fight over. And I, and I want to say this because I started, I started off this podcast by saying, you know, we don't have to agree on stuff. There, there's a lot of things that we can be okay disagreeing about and we can still love and respect each other as chiropractors. So here we go. Let's, let's talk about a few of them, okay? Um, in our office, we... Uh, uh, we scan people's feet, okay? With uh, We utilize foot levelers and we scan people's feet to see what the weight-bearing structure of the foot is because there's a lot of people with structural problems in, in their foundation, in the feet. And if we can support, uh, you know, good foot posture, then we can get people to hold their adjustments better. I believe that. I've seen the studies. I've, I've read um, and I've had enough patients that absolutely swear by me, myself. I can't, if I leave the house without uh, my orthotics in my shoes, I turn around and I go back and I get them because I f- it feels weird. It feels like I'm unsupported. It feels, it doesn't feel right to me. So, but then, you know, there will be another person that says, you know, our, our foot was designed, uh, you know, to not need a shoe. And by the way, you should be able to run a marathon with bare feet. And there's lots of people that have run marathons in bare feet, okay? And, you know, I'm not going to get in an argument with anybody about, you know, whether shoes are necessary or whatever. It's kind of frivolous. I I just believe what I believe, and that's that's it. That's okay. And this same thing with supplements. Well, we should get all of our nutrition from food. Well, yeah, but, you know, have you seen how they farm lately? (laughs) You know? And, And so... You know, is it a negative thing to, you know, supplement more of some of the things that we truly need that maybe we can't trust is actually in our food anymore? Does it just make sense um, to invest in our health by, um, you know, doing the research and finding good supplementation, good nutrition supplementation that that we can add to what we're doing to make sure that we're getting the right things? I, I believe that. I believe that. Not everybody does, and that's okay. I mean, I, I've even got people in my own office. Nah, I'm not going to take any vitamins. And, you know, okay, whatever. I mean, everybody's got their own opinion on that. Um, or, or how about this? What about milk? I mean, have you thought about this fact that we are the only organism on the planet that drinks the milk of another organism? And not only that, but then we we bastardize it by you know pasteurizing it, and beating it up and nuking nuking it, you know. Uh, so it's not even re- really a, a natural milk, but even so, it came from a cow. I mean, who decided that the cow? You know, the ADA, the American Dairy Association, one of the largest lobby 
groups and organizations in the world. Some of you might remember the Milk Mustache campaign, billions of dollars they spent to indoctrinate us all that we should all have a milk mustache. They want us all to drink milk. And, you know, I... I'm hoping I'm not offending any dairy farmers out there, <laughs> but you know, I, I'm just, just telling it like it is. I'm not sure we need it. And with how many people I see with milk allergies and dairy allergies, um, it kind of confirms the fact that, uh, people struggle, people struggle with it. Um, techniques, you know, uh, chiropractic techniques, you know, they work, they work. Because if you study your technique and you own your technique, it's going to work. If you are correcting subluxation, it is going to work. You are going to remove nerve interference. The body is going to be well. It is going to do better when it's subluxation free and nerve interference free. So if your if your technique is doing that, I don't care if it's activator. I don't care if it's uh, Thompson drop. I don't care if it's you know biophysics diversified, constant, whatever, use whatever, make it work for you. You know, so I'm not going to get into arguments. You know, all these things that I'm, I'm talking about here, these are all things that, you know, if I was sitting around a fire pit, you know, uh, sharing a beer with people, I am happy to have these conversations because when they're done with love and respect for the other people, we can learn from each other. And I, I love learning uh, other people's, you know, uh, insights on all of these subjects. And I stay open to the fact that, you know, I could change my mind about any of these if I'm given more information that's credible and makes sense to me. Um, so it's it's totally cool for me to have conversations and, and learn from other people and for me to share my opinions as well and, and based on uh, things that I've learned. You know, uh, another you know, kind of a hot topic right now is, is vaccines. I'm not a vaccine guy, okay? My kids haven't been vaccinated. And uh, uh, my daughter, my daughter's never been to a doctor. Um, she's graduating high school right now um, in the next month. And I'm the only doctor she's seen other than the one that delivered her. That was, that was the last medical doctor she saw. She's been perfectly healthy her entire 18 years of her life uh, so far. And, um, you know, she's not vaccinated because I've studied, I've studied 150 years of infectious disease and, you know, uh, how it has uh, affected the planet. I've studied European history in terms of infectious disease. Um, I, I've studied oh, way too much regarding vac vaccination. I, I've, I've learned all the details about what goes in a vaccine. I, honestly, it comes down to this. I believe that God made us not needing a vaccine. God designed us to be, to be healthy. And yeah, there are bugs and stuff that we come in contact with um, all the time. And, and yeah, sometimes these bugs can kill us. They have throughout history. I believe that, you know, God has allowed that to occur. You know, but I, I do not believe that our bodies were designed to need a vaccine in order to be healthy. We need a strong immune system. You know, God says your body is a holy temple. Treat it that way. You know, treat your body as a temple. Take care of it. Don't be obese. Don't be a glutton. You know, eat right. Exercise. You know, do things that are good for you. That makes sense. Get adjusted. Get a massage. You know, do do the things that keep you healthy. Be a good steward 
of the body that God blessed you with. Okay? I believe in that, and I don't believe in injecting a bunch of garbage into my bloodstream because I don't feel that that actually makes me healthier. Okay? So, but even in my own clinic, some of, uh, some of my own employees um, are not on the same page with me. And you know what? I'm okay with that. As long as they've done their research and they, and, and they have their own beliefs in a certain way, I, you know, they got to be, you got to be able to explain it. You know, somebody's going to ask you, you better be able to defend it, you know, but, but that's it. And so I teach, you know, my team, you know, what I believe. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I believe that I've had an impact on a lot of, a lot of people based on the knowledge that I have. Uh, but everybody needs to make their own decision. But here's the thing, and it comes down to this. There's one thing that we do not compromise on and that we need to agree 100% on if we are a chiropractor, and that is we correct the vertebral subluxation. We correct the vertebral subluxation. That is the number one thing that we do. That is the non-negotiable. If you want to offer some nutrition, if you want to do acupuncture, if you want to do some physical therapy, if you want to do some other things in your practice in addition, you know, that is just great. However, the foundation of what you do needs to be based upon correcting subluxation and taking the pressure off the nervous system to allow the nervous system to do what God designed it to do, and that is to communicate to all the tissues and organs throughout your entire body. That is who we are. That is what we do. I don't care what technique you use to make it happen. If you want to smack people on the rear with a shovel, I don't care. If it corrects subluxation, do it. And if you're good at it, do it. But it is non-negotiable that we focus on that and that we teach that. And when we are teaching moms across the country the power of an adjustment, the power of a chiropractic adjustment to free innate intelligence to communicate with all tissues, to allow all systems to be healthy and well. That is power. And that will change this country. And that will change this world. And it is true. And the people that are listening, you know, back to the dumb guys that we are, the people that are listening are primarily moms. So reach out to the moms and don't be arrogant. Don't be, an, don't be a cocky SOB and try to flaunt your intelligence. Educate, teach, be a teacher and be open to listening, hear other people and then agree with people when they say something that is smart and say, I agree with you. Here's something in addition to that that I also have studied and believe. And then share that information. Okay? So, as a chiropractor, know what we do. Honor what we do. Focus on what we do and educate what we do. And do it to moms because that's what will make the biggest difference. All right, so that's that's what uh, was rolling around in my head at 5.15 this morning. Uh, I think I actually got out of bed at 6. It took me 45 minutes to finally give up um, because uh, God was just saying, I'm sorry, I'm not letting you sleep until you uh, get up and write a few notes and then share this. 
So that's what I got here this Mother's Day, and hopefully uh, we release this here right around Mother's Month in May of 2021. Stay hungry, my friends. Stay hungry and stay coachable. Share this with uh, with some other people that might need to hear this today. Share it with your staff. Share it with some other people. Um, if you're not a chiropractor, share this with your family. You know, who cares who you share it with? Um, and uh, I, lo- I look forward to you to seeing you here at the at the next podcast, the next episode. And as always, you guys, always, always, always pay it forward. Cairo Feast. <laughs>